great future. We're talking real money. Well, after the leaf blower podcast, you can only go <laughs> can only go uphill from there. Blown my house down, have you? Uh, yes. Lovely. Actually, if you didn't catch it, yeah. Uh, yesterday's podcast. That's the the infamous leaf blower episode. You don't want to miss it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald, the Florida end of the team side. Whatever. I, uh, I've not been well. No, you're having a <laughs> tough over time. There, over there is Tom Cock. I'm still He's running at like 65%. So I'm, do, man. Boom, I I'm caught ready to a go. bug. I caught and. You know, because it made it laid me so low. Of course, what's what's your first thought when you catch a bug these days? Guess uh, it starts with a C. Yeah, yeah. So no, I ended up having just like a a norovirus or something. Just, <laughs> but it's not it's not transmissible via video or audio. It's uh, you're you're safe. You're safe. <laughs> it's good to know. So by uh, the way, so anyway, by the way, you're sick. Yeah, my wife's yeah. sick, and my dog is sick. Do you all dine at the same place? Do you hang out together? What's the deal? How did that happen over three thousand miles? Don't know. That and is I probably astonishing. Don't want to know. Actually, so um, here's the deal. Yeah, I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> and like the Tom's rest of our listeners, do the oh, show. <laughs> that kind of hurts. <laughs> Okay, here we go. All right, because I planned to do this by go, myself without you anyway. I was going to roll right. on, Columbia. So the thing is, last weekend, as you may know, big sports weekend, especially in baseball. I know you're not a baseball guy, but baseball was because a lot of not a races guy. were decided and champions mm-hmm. were crowned and people decided whether they're going to be in the playoffs or not. And if that wasn't enough, well, the good news was the Wall Street Journal they awarded their winners, too, because it was the end of the quarter, right? So they did their always exciting Wall Street Journal Winners Circle Quarterly Ranking of Fund Managers. Fund oh Managers. I, I, I wait. I wait all I of you're September. At the, you're I, wait, you're at like the going, newsstand at 3 in the morning. Yet? You're waiting at the October? newsstand. I, please tell and me who the people, winners are. People don't believe I read real paper. Here it is. I no, guess, no, I he does. He he does not read people digital always paper. People think you're putting I, them on. I read digital paper. All right, drum roll, please, Mr. McDonald. If that's the last thing you can do, I'll edit one in. Okay, <laughs> right. That'll be good enough, right there. Because number yeah. one, and by the yeah. way, they call these actively managed, actively managed mutual mutual and exchange traded funds. The number one fund okay. is not a fund that. I think they would promote as an actively managed fund, the Bridgeway Small Cap Value Fund. Wait, Bridgeway calls themselves passive. Yeah, they no, they're actively rule, ba- they're rules-based. They're rules-based, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, but, but here's they're the other not thing. going out picking stocks. No, they're not. I mean, and um, here's the other thing. They have a lovely picture of their manager, who I guess is the star, the new fund star. Her mm-hmm. name is Elena Kosovaya. I think I have that right, head of U.S. equity. In her interview, she says, it's all about the rules, <laughs> which is not very exciting when it comes to management. But guess what? For the last year, yeah. 108%, up 108% through the end of this last quarter. That's hey, a good that's, year. That's a good decade. Uh, yeah. And then number two was the Kinetic Small Cap Opportunities Fund, which rose 93.9%. I'm not going to talk about the manager because he's only number two. Who cares? Uh, and then uh, let's see. Da, 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 the, Wait, what's that's the number three? For that, actually, though. oh, the, well, give me number two. Number two is the Vulcan 
Maybe there was a mind, <laughs> mind meld involved. I don't Spock's know. Spock's family. Yeah. And you, you know, speaking of Vulcans, uh, yeah. uh, Captain Kirk is going up I in know. Bezos. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. I wonder it's if the they're going to let him come back. Uh, the Vulcan <laughs> Value Partners Small Cap Value Fund, VVPSX, which made VVPSX. 105% for those last 12 months. Do you know why then, I'm looking it up? I know why you're looking it up. Then the okay, kinetic small cap opportunity fund, okay. which made a mere, barely noticeable, ninety three point nine percent. Why are we now mocking you, these returns? Well, yeah, you, you notice they're all small cap value funds. Ah, you broke the code there. There's, huh. I wish there was a Vulcan inference I could make there, but all I can think of is Yodo along those lines. But anyway, the Vulcan fund and the rest of them, yes, they all hold. Thank you. The asset class, better known as U.S. small cap value, which a lot of you have decided you don't want to own because the last decade has, guess what, been all about U.S. large cap growth. Not value, not small. But over the long haul, guess what? Small? Yeah, it's kind of made money. Made actually more money than large, but not lately. Well, here's a, a, a critical point to all of this. They, that's the problem with a lot of these sectors like small companies and emerging markets and things. When they go up, they don't just go up a little. They go up a lot and they do it exactly when you would least expect them to. And you got to give the Wall Street Journal credit for at least pointing out that over the last year, the average, the average U.S. small cap value fund up 66% through the end of that quarter. Small growth, by the way, the more solid, if you will, companies that are smaller, mm -hmm. only up 39%. Small value has been having its day and should always be part of your portfolio. As I mentioned, large growth done far better for the last decade. So what would you expect in the next decade? Oh, probably smaller companies. You got to own all of them. That's why we give you portfolios that hold all of them. At TalkingRealMoney.com, you can see three fund portfolios. If you don't want to spend that much time, you could just own one that holds the whole world like VT, for example, and you still own small, not as much small as we'd like, but you got exposure to at least some of it. Don't pay attention to these silly awards. Yeah, okay, if your baseball team's going to the playoffs, congratulations. That's a big deal. But don't pay attention to these awards. They are truly meaningless. Yeah, you know, I've always had a problem, too, with this, your baseball team. I, you know, I, uh, I, I, the Broncos are my favorite football team, but they're not my team. I own nothing. I, well, I don't even own a sliver. I this has been a big contention, you know, because when they move the teams, the fans always say, wait a minute, that's part of Seattle. You can't move the Seahawks to Southern California. And I always think, yeah, pretty much you, you can't can move because the Sonics to Oklahoma City. <laughs> that's I wasn't going to go there because that's too painful. <laughs> and by the way, if you're an NBA player, which where would you rather live, Seattle or Oklahoma City? Oh, no contest. Sorry, don't want to make anybody <laughs> I, mad, I, so I'm not exactly. going to name. I think that's a good mm -hmm. reaction. Do you so, know what the expense ratio is of the Vulcan, I was waiting Vulcan Value Partners small cap? Well, they probably have to split it with uh, Leonard Nimoy's family, so there's probably a lot there. Right, there are royalties. Yeah, 1.26 exactly. for an ETF. Or that, that's a fund. That's not an ETF. Wow. That's a fund. 
That's a fund. Well, that Still was a fund high. that they gave us. The The ticker was a fund. Did you look up how the much, bridgeway? By just, the way, how much is the bridgeway? Yeah. What's uh, the, what's the, the bridgeway symbol? ticker is BRS, V as in victory, X as in X ray. Uh huh. I'll, I'll bet it's a lot cheaper than that. You think? I'll bet. Let's see. More like and that a is third also of a mutual- that. Oh, no. I wouldn't be owning that. This is, I remember when Bridgeway pitched us on their funds. This was one of the problems I had with their funds. How much? You remember Bridgeway wanted yeah, us to yeah, use their funds? To, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Decade yeah. ago. Point nine wow. four. That's expensive. For a but non-managed hey, fund? They're going to make you, you know, 100 and whatever percent a year. Easy money. Sure. Why not? Oh, just just quit playing <laughs> games, people. We love you, but quit playing games. I'm looking up something, so just bear with me while I'm not looking at you. I have to look over here at my screen well, sometimes. And somebody else brought up another fund. We'll let that one go today. And then I looked up the expense ratio. It was over one, but he said it's made a lot of money. Well, so what? Yeah. It, hmm. so, it's that one. The 1% comes back to bite you when they mm-hmm. don't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And over which time. Which happens a lot. Seen it once, seen it twice, seen it 108 times. I have a question here for you that I bet, I don't know, maybe you do know. I'm going to be, I I don't know. Oh, okay, go ahead. This was sent in, this was typed in at TalkingRealMoney.com as opposed to called in at 855-935-TALK. Go ahead. Uh, More on ESR ETFs. ESG ETFs? I think he means ESG. Okay. I do. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Tom and Don. I listened to you. Explain intri- what those are first before you ask the oh, question. Oh, environmental, social, and governance. Good yeah. governance funds. Okay. All right. People, uh, mutual funds are ETFs that invest in firms that are trying to do good things for the world or Not necessarily manage- make the green, but save the green. How's that? Yeah. Make green and save green. Well, All anyway, right. Fair enough. Uh, this, this, this. Listener says, uh, I've listened with interest to the segment on ESG funds. I was, mm-hmm. I generally agree with you that these funds don't accomplish any real purpose to reward or punish companies based on their scores. But I was wondering what you thought about the Vote ETF, which is a broad index fund that actually votes their shares according to ESG principles and pushes companies to change. Votes their share. So they... I see they I go you when they, when know. you get the shareholder ballot they can say do this don't do that. Correct, they vote the shares. Yeah, and I that happens, I uh, that looked happens, them up. I, that happens already. Dimensional funds does that. Mhm. Yeah. Well, these I guys think. do it. They do it at a low fee, but problem is it's an S&P 500 fund. Then they, in it's not going to matter because the size of the fund would have to be humongous to have any impact. Right. And that is the point. The fund is 204 million dollars. I'm sorry, but that's literally not even going to drop in the bucket and the bucket would be very 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 large. Those those proxies that they'll be voting won't have any impact no. at all. No. <laughs> so, while it sounds like a nice idea, it's another gimmick. It's just another gimmick. And I don't want to poo poo a lot of e- gimmicks. I don't want to poo poo ESG funds. Because I think this is an important movement. I truly do. And if this is what your heart tells you the way you should invest, you should. All we pointed out in our podcast was 
there's in the word you used is gimmick correctly. Many funds have changed their name to reflect an interest, uh, an influence of green, if you will, and they're not doing it. They still own a lot of oil stocks, etc. So you just have to be very, very careful. I think we gave one example of a fund we thought you could use that would be legit, that would be low cost and impactful at some level. You got to remember, this is going to take a long time before you really start changing the world. Oh, oh my gosh. Because it's such a small a, a part. A huge amount of time. And, and remember, our beef was one of these funds had uh, had Conical Phillips. It was 9% of major, the fund was Conical Phillips. Major holding. Come on. That was silly. Anyway, you have questions? Well, send them to us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Well, that's how you call them to us. You can type them to us at TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form. Thanks for and being a can, part of the podcast. You can ask for a meeting. I just had a lovely conversation with a nice young, I call him young because he's in his 40s, young guy in uh, in Georgia about his situation, which is great. And he just wanted a little confirmation, this and this and this. And I gave that to him and away he goes. He's doing great. So always happy to do that. And I bet he was shocked that he didn't get pitched anything, right? Oh, I pitched him heavily. I On Sundays, as oh, you know, okay. I do the annuity sales thing. It's big, big, big money. So. Finally, you know, we're really trying to get the... We've been we've been just dumb as can be for as Yo, long... That, that goes without saying. Yeah, I don't know. My volume got a little loud there. Yeah. No, you sound fine. Yeah. You sound good. All right. Your stomach we're sounds leaving. good. Everything good. We're leaving. Make a meeting. Happy to chat with you anytime. Yeah, you go to vestry.com to do that. All right. There you go. Now we're that enough of a pitch? Okay. Now we can leave the podcast and go do something else. Thanks for being there. Please tell your friends and tell Tom to turn his little dinger off. I don't know how uh, to do that. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I'm just lucky enough to we've have had, a dinger at this age. Come on, man. We, we've had this discussion before. <laughs> uh, I'm done. That's Tom, and we're just hanging out talking real money. Talking real money. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?